All right, I just want to apologize for yesterday's episode. Nothing that I actually said on that episode am I apologizing for. I'm just apologizing for the fact that my mic was turned off and I actually recorded that entire episode through my horrible computer mic and I didn't realize that until I had already posted the episode. So that's my fault. Again, I'm not apologizing for anything I said on the episode, just for what happened in the recording of the episode. Uh, but I did get one, a lot of views, honestly, on that episode, which is quite, um, for just recording yesterday, I already have six views on it. And, um, which is usually, I, I know this like sounds crazy. I know because of how good I do these, but honestly, most people, I only get about, you know, 10 to 15 total views per episode. Hey, it's a, it's a work in progress, everyone. And I appreciate those who listen and I appreciate those who support the podcast, but um, I'm almost at 300 total listens on all 32 of my episodes. This will be 33. And so I want to thank everybody for that. But since yesterday's episode was so popular and I recorded it terribly, I want to do a little bit more about it because it is all the talk on sports talk radio right now, which is really crazy. And I just kind of want to dive into everything that happened with the dynamic of the U.S. women's team and why there's just so much flair and buzz. Again, I am not trying to paint the women's national team as villains. That's not what I want to do. I am an American citizen. Anytime an American team is playing versus another country's team, obviously I would be rooting for them to be successful and win. But here's the dynamic that I want people to understand, is that we are living in an age where this entire battle between equality of everyone, right? Women, men, race, color, creed, whatever, right? Is a hot button issue, not only in sports, but in everyday life, right? And, and when politics and sports become combined in that nature, right? There's a, it's a hot button issue because politics is such a hot button issue. Everyone wants to talk about it. So I just really want to talk about why I just can't get on board with the women's national team. I watched the game yesterday. I did. I watched it from start to finish. Didn't even turn the channel. I honestly just have this really hard time rooting for them. And it has nothing to do with they're not because they're, you know, because it's a girls team or whatever. I am on the record saying that I enjoy watching women's soccer more than I like watching men's soccer. So that's not even relevant. But the fact is that it's hard to root for them because they are almost like the villains in this entire thing. And I think they kind of embrace that role themselves in becoming the villains. I think because after that 13 nothing, just absolute, you know, destruction of Thailand and celebrating after all those goals. And again, I made an episode and I went on the record saying that I'd had no problem with 13 goals scored. Zero problem with it at all. I had a problem with the way they celebrated after all 13 of those goals. Like they had just, you know, won the lottery or something. And, and, and I think that has more to do with coaching than anything. I would not have coached them to do that. And it, they got backlash for it. And, and their coach is on the record saying that if they were a men's national team and they celebrate after 13 goals like that, that they would not, you know, be getting the backlash that they got. And, and I, completely and utterly utterly disagree 
And that's what I want to talk about, how that relates to what happened yesterday. So honestly, if you watched the game yesterday, you would know that the U.S. women's team got extremely lucky. Not only did they have a goal get taken off the board based on a very close, but again, in the letter of the rules and through the VR and the video replay, England was offsides on a goal and that got taken away. Then there was a penalty that happened inside the box, which resulted in a penalty kick where the striker who went and tried to score for England, I don't know anybody's names on that team, I apologize, but she kind of whiffed on it, barely got a piece of it, skipped across the ground, and went pretty much like right to the goalie. So it was not a good PK, and they didn't win, obviously. The score was 2-1, but the United States got extremely lucky. And and anyone who says they didn't is is obviously didn't watch any of what what transpired yesterday. But what I want to get to is the fact that there's so much controversy within this whole thing and that I just don't... And it's not just like... It's from the top down. There, We have to treat the United States women's national team with kid gloves. And I don't know why that is. Because the whole, and it is it is like so, and you know how much, if you guys listen to this program, you know how much I hate hypocrisy. I just can't stand hypocrisy. I don't understand why when everyone wants to be treated the same, I'm 100% on board. Everyone should be treated the same. I've said that since day one on this program and, and since day one before I even started doing this as my hobby. And I've said that everyone deserves to be treated the same regardless of race, color, creed, ethnicity, whatever, sexual orientation, doesn't matter. You deserve to be treated the same, right? In a vacuum, those rules apply. But in sports as a business, right, that's where it starts to go off a different track. And I don't mean that you have to treat people differently, but you don't get paid the same. And and that's another topic for another day, which I've already covered a little bit with my talk on um, the WNBA. So I'm not going to go into that detail right this minute. But what I do, what I don't understand is why we have to handle the way that the women's national team acts on the pitch versus how if the men were doing the same actions, they would ultimately be getting crucified right now. And I don't understand why that is. Again, I didn't have a problem with the celebration that happened yesterday with Alex Morgan sipping tea. I didn't have that problem at all with it. I thought it was just a funny celebration, and yeah, it was a direct shot at the opponent, and she was. So just taking everything off the table, if you look at that celebration, it was a direct shot at England. She like it was you know shot across the bow. It was aimed for them. She was trying to either get under their skin. You know, it's like talking trash. Okay, I completely understand. I I when I played intramural sports, I talked all sorts of trash. It's part of the sport. I totally understand that. But let's. Call a spade a spade, okay? That's what I want to get out of everything that I talk about in this program, is why is it okay for when a woman does a celebration like that, insulting another team, that it's okay for them to do it and everyone defends them in the media. But if you were to reverse that and have a men's national team score a goal on England and then celebrate like that, people would be mad and they would say, that's just Americans being arrogant and that's just classic america is we're just arrogant and sore losers because i'm not a huge soccer fan and everyone knows that but if you were to go back 
and look at when Sweden was kind of like the the troublemaking team for the United States, you know, a few years back, where the the United States women's team couldn't get past Sweden. They were, you know, they were beating them a lot. Right after one goal they scored, they like you can go Google this and look it up on YouTube, but they did some kind of like human caterpillar celebration where they all grabbed each other's ankles and like wiggled across the field after a goal. And the U S went on record at that point saying that was disrespectful and they didn't like that celebration. So why is it okay? And I, and I just want this to be thrown out there in, in a general sense of everything. Why is it okay that we can celebrate like that and disrespect someone but we can't be disrespected. Is that just an American thing, or is that just like? And I understand this is a. I'm asking lots of questions that no one really has the answer to. But that's what I want to. That's what I want people to understand. I want people to see that and the the, hip, the hypocrisy that is that right. That we're not okay when Sweden would score a goal on us like that and celebrate. So why are we okay with doing it to another team and insulting them? And and, and right before Fourth of July as well with the whole sipping tea thing. I'm not sure it was like you know that that in depth of like, you know, the tea party and like insulting Britain. But again, it's just, just having respect for the game. It's just acting like you've been there before. And that's what I don't understand is, is we talk about how great this women's national team is, which it is. And their coach is on record saying that the second best team in this tournament is the, the subs on the United States women's team. So why do they act if they've been, this is their third straight national cup appearance or uh, world cup appearance. Why do they act like they've like they've never been there before and do these weird outlandish celebrations? And I honestly don't care any at any at any point about the celebrations. But what the thing is, what I want to understand, I, I don't like rooting for villains. I just don't, especially if they're supposed to be representing my country. I just don't want want that to do do it like that, right? And and I just don't understand the hypocrisy that's happening, right? Because we have to take everything that's in a vacuum, right? So if you were to look at the 1994, and I talked about this earlier on, on another program, the 1994 Dream Team, when they celebrated after beating Angola, you know, they were up like 38-7 when they were celebrating, and nobody had a problem with it then, right? But if you were to take that and put that into 2019, right, everyone would have a problem with that. If a men's national team was beating up on a, on a literally a third world sport country, and... And there would be problems. People would be pissed that they would be like, look at how arrogant the United States is. Because everyone has a problem with that, how you are perceived in, in the in the national or in the international, you know, stratosphere of, of sports. Like, because we have a stigma as Americans that we're just arrogant and cocky and we're sore losers, which is true. That's what we are. We are arrogant and cocky. And we are sore losers. And I gave you the example of what happened with Sweden celebrated on us and we didn't like it. And and I completely understand it's sports and you and you want it and that's part of the whole nature of the thing. But what what I want to get to is the fact that we as a nation are not okay. We're not on the same page, and, and that's the thing that the, the hypocrisy part about it is we're not on the same page when it comes to um, when it comes to genders in sports. Right? We would say it's okay for Alex Morgan to do that, but if it was a man doing it, it would not be okay. And I know this is fact. I know there'd be people bitching about it. And there's people bitching about it now on both sides. There's people that complain about the way she, she celebrated, and there's people sell, uh, complaining about, like, oh, they're just having fun. They're just having a good time, which is totally fine. I understand that. And we live in a world where everyone needs to be mad at something, which is ridiculous. Like We just, li we just look to be mad at anything that happens in, in the world. We are just trying to be mad, and even if we have no business being mad. But what I don't like is, is what you guys know and love about me is that I don't like hypocrisy, and that's the world we live in. 
today, and it's full of hypocrites. Like, hip, excuse me, Jesus, I can't even talk. It's full of hypocrites. That's what it is. This world is full of hypocrites, and I can't get on board with it. I don't like it at all. And I and I think it almost deflates their argument because, like I said on yesterday's episode, I know the audio was pretty shitty, but what I said yesterday was that they're almost, you know, they're they're handling it the 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 exact opposite way that I would handle it, and that would be, and, and what they did yesterday almost completely is 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 exactly why they're handling it the wrong way. So they score that goal. Alex Morgan celebrates like that, right? And and kind of insults England. Then Meg Rapinoe's asked about Alex Morgan's celebration. She goes, wah, wah, wah. They're just mad, blah, blah, blah. We're just celebrating. We're just having a good time. It's sports, right? But but here's the thing, Megan Rapinoe. You went out there and you said, I can't get on board because Trump is an arrogant asshole who makes fun of people and he's a homophobe and he's a genderphobe and he's whatever, this, that, and the other, right? And he's arrogant and he's cocky and he treats people disrespectfully. But that's just what you guys just did, right? I'm not saying that what they did is comparable on that scale, right? Like he's a president. There's things that I disagree with that Trump does all the time, right? And I'm not trying to make this show political. But the thing is, is that she says, I don't like when he does those things, and then they go and do those things and be horrible sports, you know, in sportsmanship, and they're just horrible sports, and they treat the other women's team with that much disrespect, right? They're almost, they're becoming what they don't like about Trump, which is which is so ironic to me, and, and I feel like I'm the only one, I've heard some other people talk about it, but it just, it just like, it almost is, is crazy that the fact that, that they've, that they're on board of saying that Trump is is mean and arrogant to people and he disrespects them, but they're okay with doing that on a soccer field after they score a goal. And like, I, I just don't know. I, I think if you're trying to be the bigger person, you would just go about your business. And I think this is just in all sports. I have a problem with getting on board with the villain. I've never been a part of liking the villains in sports. I just don't. I never liked T.O., I don't like OBJ, right? I hate what happened between the Steelers and Antonio Brown and he became an asshole and he became the villain, right? I just, you can't, I don't like rooting for the villain. I don't think anyone likes to root for the villain. I think we like to root for like the little engine that could underdog. And that's the way that the women's national team is being painted in the media is like, there's still like this little engine that could, but how are they this little engine that could? They've been to the World Cup Finals three years in a row. They're not the little engine that could anymore. So we got to stop treating them with these kid gloves like, oh, they're just this plucky little team that's just trying their hearts out. Like, no, they're really good, and they've been to multiple championships, and I'm not taking anything away from them, but let's call a spade a spade and stop handling it with kid gloves. If we want them to be... be put in that same regard as men's sports, then they need to carry themselves like we would expect a men's national team's franchise to do. And that means respecting your opponent. Because if you don't, we have what happened yesterday where there's just a bunch of controversy about it. And I will tell you this. If they lose to either the Netherlands or Sweden, it'll be just the sky is falling like chicken little 
so much craziness because everyone will be like, like, well, it's because they're so cocky and arrogant. That'll be the first thing anyone talks about. And it was like, well, they underestimated the Netherlands or Sweden because they were just so damn cocky. Like that, that'll be the narrative. Listen, I don't, I'm not trying to, to say that. I'm just painting what will happen if they lose. If they lose, that'll be the first thing anybody says is that this team is cocky and arrogant and they can't, they couldn't separate themselves, right? That's what I don't understand is, is when we look at championship caliber teams, I don't care what sport you're looking at, right? What do the Patriots always do? They always act like they've been there before. Because they've been there before. Like we, when you look at great championship caliber teams that consistently go there and win, they don't act like idiots. They act like they've been there before. And they carry themselves with a championship poise. Nothing should distract that team. And what Megan Rapino did is she actually made the headline, instead of the headline being, oh, U.S. women's soccer teams like playing, it's, U.S. women's soccer team is disrespecting Trump and blah, 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 right? Those are the narratives. I'm not painting and I'm not saying they're right, wrong, or indifferent. What I'm saying is the narrative became no longer about them playing and about them in the tr- in the battle of Trump, right? And the things that they do on the field and the things about Megan Rapino not playing. And is she injured? She didn't practice. No one knows. We can't figure out what's wrong with her. And then she comes out and she's like, I tweaked my hamstring. But did she? No one knows. They Because they, the coach refused to take any any talk about it, which is just ridiculous. And even how we interview and follow the team is is handled with kid gloves, right? They asked Megan Rapinoe's replacement on the on the team when she said, "I guess that was Kristen Press," and they interviewed her, but they didn't ask why she played because it was like they were afraid to hurt her feelings or whatever. And and like, listen, stop handling it all with kid gloves. It's so annoying. If they want to be treated equal, which I am a hundred percent on board for all across the entire floor of sports, then stop treating them like you have to walk on eggshells. If she's a player and she played, interview her and ask her the tough questions. Hey, excuse me, Kristen Press, uh, why is it that you played instead of Megan Rapinoe? And, and why did Megan Rapinoe not, um, you know, practice or warm up with the team, right? You don't have to beat around the bush. If she doesn't want to answer the question, she'll let you know she doesn't want to answer the question. She's a person. But, but why is it that we have to handle this entire thing with kid gloves? You can't say that they're jerks. You can't say that what they're doing is not right because apparently that's offensive, which is just crazy to me that it's it's like that. I don't like villains. I don't like villains, period. I didn't like any of them in any sport. I don't like them. So when the when the U.S. women's team who are supposed to be representing this country and, and doing an excellent job of it, right, when they do things like that, Right? I'm not saying the celebration was untasteful or celebration was like untasteful, whatever. I just think I wouldn't have done it. That's that's all I know, right? Just because that's not what championship caliber teams do. They don't do things like that. They don't draw attention negatively to themselves because that ultimately leads to your downfall. And I would, like I said earlier, if they lose, they will have no one to blame but themselves, and there will be a whirlwind in the media about how this team was overly confident and cocky. And I was listening to an interview on Fox Sports Radio, I want to say about maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. And I believe the girl who covers it for FS1, um, she covers the team, I want to say it's like, her know her last name's Curry. Is it Abby Curry or Stephanie Curry? I can't, I don't know. Her last name's Curry. Anyway, she covers the team um, she's like the sideline reporter and she also just covers the team for Fox sports. 
she ha- she can't even do a good interview. And this is nothing because she's she's a woman or whatever. Nothing about that. There are fantastic women in the sports media. It's 2019, everyone. Like, like get off, get off that. Like, women don't know how to cover sports. That's ridiculous. There are plenty of great women that cover sports. She was so fanboyish or girlish about the team that she couldn't even give the guy who was doing the you know, asking the questions on his radio show, any truth to anything because she was so fangirly over the team. He asked her a straight up question and he said, do you think that this team being as confident as they are, and some may say that they're being overconfident or arrogant, is that going to negatively affect this team? And she was like, no, they just love each other and they're just having so much fun and blah, 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 blah. Like, and it was like someone who was a fan of the team since they were five and they couldn't give an honest to God opinion, right? She was just so much too, too much inside baseball for her to be giving a proper response to that question. It had nothing to do with her sex or color or creed or whatever. It was just that she was too much of a fan to give her honest opinion. Everybody knows those people, right? She was a Homer. I can't listen to Homers talk about sports. It annoys me because it's always like, the, the silver lining of the cloud. Like, the team could be terrible, and they'll be like, well, you know, they have a, good, a couple good draft picks coming up, so maybe uh, they'll make it out. No, it's, like, terrible. I don't want to listen to that. I want to tell you, if they if your team sucks, I want you to tell me why they suck and why they're sucking. Like, we don't sugarcoat anything. If I get, and ask an honest question about why this team is arrogant and cocky and will that be their downfall, I want you to be like, well, you know what? They are extremely confident, but that's because they've been here the last three times, right? <laughs> or whatever. Give me an honest-to-God response where I can go, okay. But I listened to that interview, and I was like, geez, this girl is just so obsessed with this team, and, and she can't give any negative opinions about it. Because listen, everyone, the, la- the world isn't sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops, okay? Sometimes there's good and bad. Even if you're winning, there's good and bad, okay? We know that that's how life works. There's things that they could do better in. Listen, if they were as big as a threat as they were and supposed to be this juggernaut, right? where they didn't give up any goals at all through the beginning of the tournament, and then they let one in against France and England and almost lost that game versus England, right? These are things to be worried about. I'm just I'm just calling it how I see it. That's all. And I'm not trying to paint any narrative like I want them to lose. But I want but honestly what I wanted them to do is I wanted them to get shocked and be like, wow, we're really arrogant and cocky right now. We need to tone it down or we're going to get our asses kicked. That's what they need to do. They need to play better because they're on this level right now and they feel like they're, they're the king of the castle and nobody you know, can knock them down, basically. That's the way I feel about it. But I have a hard time regardless of anybody and anything. right? I don't like rooting for the villain. I like rooting for the underdog. I like rooting for someone who I can get behind. And I understand the women are no longer the underdog, but we still, in the media, treat them like they're the underdogs. Right? It, that's the thing that I noticed, too. Like, in the Super Bowl this year, you know, the Patriots were like, nobody nobody believed in us. And they had this mentality that nobody believed that we would be able to do it. Right? But And they believed it themselves. And we're all like, you're crazy. What do you mean no one be- Everyone believes you can do it. How many times have you been there? How many times have you gone there? But they themselves viewed themselves as underdogs. Which I guess is the right way to look at it because everything the Patriots do is like the gold standard. So maybe if the women's team decide to say, you know what, we're really talented, but 
we got to view us as as nobody believes in us. Even if that's 100% false, even if the whole world knows that they're the juggernaut, if they themselves believe that they're not the juggernaut and that they're the worst team or not in the top five best teams, maybe they do better. I mean, that's exactly what the Patriots did, and we saw exactly what just happened, why they've been the, the legacy and the dynasty that they've been. I think what we need to do, though, is, is as just a people, is just to stop handling women's sports with such kid gloves. If they want to be treated as, as superior stars in, in, their, in their respective sports, we need to treat them exactly how we would treat men. And that means giving honest interviews. Asking honest questions, you know, not handling interviews with kid gloves, not letting them get away with things that we wouldn't let men's teams get away with. Because that's what I want. I just want transparency. I just want everyone to be on the same page and say, hey, listen, because I, I want everyone to do this. Imagine Alex Morgan is a man playing for the United States men's team, and he scores a goal, runs over to the sidelines, and sips tea. Are we not going to be upset about that if a man does it? If you can objectively take that out of there and just put everything and flip the genders around, because I know we hate doing that in society, but are we not upset about it? That's that's what I want. That's what I just want everyone on this program is listening to this today or whenever. Just think about that. Would we as a people be upset? And it's 2019, okay? Think about it. Think about it in that regard. Would we not be upset if a man did that and mocked another nation? Because we're ten, we're we're terribly upset about it when Trump, our president, does it. When he mocks someone or tells a girl, you know, be, be, he's he's misogynist or whatever, and uh, a sexist, and he, you know, is not about, you know, like whatever, whatever the narrative is about him, right? I'm not taking a side. I'm not going to let you know how I feel about anything political on the show. You're going to have to figure it out on your own. But I'm saying if we are upset when Trump does it and mocks a nation or acts stupid or insults people of a minority race, right, and is just offensive and kind of a bully, right, that's kind of what his mentality is. Trump is kind of like a bully. When Alex Morgan scores that goal and sips that tea and insults England, if that's the way we want to interpret it, right, because it's it, that's the way that – I viewed it, right? It was a direct shot of, you know, of them. It was a direct shot to England saying like, ooh, look, I'm going to sip my tea. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a direct shot. Is that not being kind of like a bully? Is that not the same thing that he is? So I just don't understand the narrative of how they don't like him, but yet they act like him, but it's okay for them to be a bully, but not okay for them to be a bully or vice versa or whatever. Why can't we just all agree that we should let them representing the United States, they should do a better job of just acting like they've been there before? That's all it is. I'm not telling them not to have fun and not to celebrate and not to have a good time. But why do we live in this world where everything that a woman does in sports has to be handled with kid gloves, everything can't be negative. We can't say anything negative about them because they're representing this country and they're doing such a great job and they're just they're just working their hearts out. Like, yes, yes, they are. But sometimes, you know, they're on cloud nine. They got to come back down to earth. I really believe that if they don't and they just think that they're this just untouchable entity, 
And if they lose, mark my words, if they lose, there will be a shitstorm in the media talking about how this team was unprepared, how this team thought they were better than everybody else, and that the underdog, you know, really got the best of them, right? I mean, this is classic. Like, I understand this is a terrible reference in how it's reported, but it's like Rocky, right? And Rocky, what was it? Was it one or two? Was it two? Yeah, it was two. Rocky two. When Rocky trains really, really hard, and Apollo has all the cameras and all the glitz and all the gram, and he can't take his mind off of like the media and the frenzy of about the fight, and Rocky just goes underground, gets all ready for the fight, and and beats him. Right? You surprise the underground and the underdog. It happens all the time in sports, in fights, and whatever. The underdog sometimes gets the upper hand because the team who's untouchable comes back down to earth. And then they, you know, they don't buy, they have to buy off the hype. You know, maybe we're not as good as we thought we were. So that's what I want everyone to look at. That's what I want people just to just to brainstorm today. If you agree with me or you don't agree with me, message me on Instagram at the rant Eli or at the rant with Eli on Instagram. You can tweet me at uh, at the rant Eli on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at the Instagram place that I just gave you. You can email me at the rant at gmail.com. Please let me know if you disagree, if you don't agree, if you like what I say, if you don't like what I say, whatever. I want to hear your guys' opinions on this. Also, if you have topics for me to do, again, once this kind of blows over with the whole NBA free agency and this whole crap, I will continue on the NFL, but we're in like a kind of a dark area right now. I'm kind of just doing things that are like trending in the media. So again, please, I thank everyone for listening. I'm almost at 300 total views. I thank everyone. Please support and share the podcast with your friends and family and whoever wants to listen. Thanks again, guys, and I'll see you when I see you.